Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Oh, come on, somebody. God's a good God. Come on, he's worthy of our praise. Come on, he's worthy of our best praise. Come on, I'm a praiser and I'm a worshiper. I want to go down in the hall of fame, amen, with the faith people as I was a praiser and I was a worshiper. I may not always feel like praising and I may not always feel like worshiping. But I always want to give praise and worship to a God that is due. Hallelujah. Amen. I am so thankful to be back here. I'm going to start praying for more pinches in y'all's area. I might get a little... No, I'm just kidding. Amen. I love being here. I, I remember very vivid being here. I think it's been about two years ago. Amen. Uh, I guess probably the funniest thing I ever experienced... I told Brother Elder McGee this at dinner the other day, and he just laughed. But I said, I remember praying. I was praying my heart out right here. And there's a young guy who was praying. And uh, we was praying, and we was praying, and we was praying. Couldn't get him to get him. At that time, Brother Elder McGee just said, My God, son, spit the gum out. You can't get the Holy Ghost and speak in tongues with the gum in your mouth. It's funny, but hey, he spit the gum out in about 10 seconds. He was speaking in tongues, wasn't he, brother? Amen. Elder McGee said, that's only for experienced tongue talkers. Praise him, praise him. Amen. So thankful for Brother McGee and Sister McGee for their opportunity to allow me to be here. I, I, I do wish she was excited enough to see me as she was Sister Candy. <laughs> I think you'd have thought she was preaching, bro. I still get the offering. No, I'm just kidding. Lord, forgive me. Amen. I'm so thankful for the chauffeur and of Pastor Cannon and Sister Cannon. Amen. For allowing me to be with them this morning. And then not only that, bringing me all the way down here and letting me ride and just study and talk to them. That's, that's a friend right there. Man, and again, last but not least, I do thank my wonderful wife and my two wonderful kids. Amen. I love them very much. Amen. How many come here just to praise God? Come on. I, I told Brother Cannon today, I said, I don't, I, I may just be on a high or something, but I don't just believe what we experienced Friday night is for Friday night. I believe what we experienced Friday night, we got a little bit of it this morning. I think we could finish up tonight. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 19. And verse 37, if you have your Bible, if not, go to the jumbo screen. They will help you. Hallelujah. I'm thankful. Luke 19 and 37. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all of the mighty works that they had seen. That's a lot of worshiping and praising. Because in the book of John, it tells you that, that the world could not contain the books if they were written about the miracles of God. 
So we have 12 men here that are focused on some serious prayer and worship. Just thinking about what God has done for them, Brother Mason. Amen. Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. Just tell them to be quiet. And he told, and he answered and said to them, I tell you that if they should hold their peace, the stones, the stones would immediately cry out. Oh, Heavenly Father, we love you. We praise you. God, we magnify the name above all names, God. Lord, we ask you to move in this house. I'm praying for your anointing to rest on your servant today, God. We give you the glory and praise in Jesus' name. You may be seated. Amen. I want to talk to you, or I want to preach to you. I don't know why I say talk, because I really hate a preacher. Just get up and say, I'm going to talk to you. Because I ain't going to talk to you. I'm going to preach my guts out. I'm going to get excited and I'm going to probably holler and I'm probably going to scream because I love being in the house of the Lord. So I'm going to preach to you for a few moments on the day that the rocks cry out. The day the rocks cry out. See, I, I come here expecting a move of God this evening. And I come here for some worshiping and, and I didn't know if you were going to worship with me so I brought a few friends uh, that decided they would, if you don't want to worship, I got some friends that's going to help me worship up here. Amen. Because when Jesus came into this, to this city of Jerusalem, the multitude, amen, began to cry out. The, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and, and the all-religious people began to say, could, could you tell your people to shut up? Because they're praising you for the mighty acts. And, and just to be quite honest with you, they're making, making us look bad because we're not doing what you're doing and we're supposed to be... Yo, come on. They're engaged in this worship and they begin to ask Jesus to rebuke them. Just tell them to shut up. I've heard about all I want to hear out of these men about what you can do and how you have done it. And, and, and I just don't want to hear no more about the goodness of this God. I'm tired of it. And he said, you know, I, I am God incarnated in flesh and, and I could do just what you're asking me to do and, and they would obey me. But when they shut their mouth, the stones are going to begin to cry out. Immediately the stones will open their mouth. And this scripture has intrigued me, Brother Cannon, because I, I begin to wonder what in the world, what have stones got to talk about? Well, what would they say? And then I begin to think, about a month ago I was sitting in Stone Mountain Park and I was trying to watch the laser show and, and I had one guy on this side that wasn't interested in the laser show and I, I had a guy on this side that definitely wasn't interested so all they was doing was talking so I just kind of glazed off. Y'all ever done that? And I just begin to think, about this huge mountain that has been there since, I guess, forever. Amen. I begin to think about all the people that's climbed that mountain. All the people that's fell off the mountain. Whatever they've done. And I just begin to wonder what the stories would be about this mountain. I wonder when the Civil War was fought how the Confederate would hide. or, or the, I just begin to wonder what 
This story of this rock. You ever heard you? I heard my parents all the time, boy, I'd like to be a fly on that wall. Amen. Why would you like to be a stone that's been there forever? But if the stones, if the stones were going to cry out today, what would they say? I wonder what kind of message that they could leave FAC Mount Carmel this very evening if the saints of God in this house choose to not worship. And if they choose not to praise, I wonder what the stones would begin to speak to us today. Did you know the Bible said that the creation worships God? The creation worships the creator. That nature itself cries out unto a God that created them into existence. You may not be able to hear them and I may not be able to hear them, but the Bible said in Psalms, the sun and the moon praises God and the stars in heaven praise God. That the fire and the hail and the snow and the vapors and, and the stormy winds that you and I may not like, but when they are doing this, they are praising a God that brought them into existence. Worshiping him. Just think about the mighty course of praise that is, is going forth when you see the wind shaking the trees and the leaves are flowing and the wind and the and the branches are moving. That's the creation saying, I'm praising the creator. That's what's going on. And Jesus. He looks at these spiritual gurus that, that think they've got everything figured out, brother. And they say, He says, I, I could shut them up. I could tell them to shut up, but but when I do, this little fellow's going to open his mouth up. And he's going to begin to testify. He's going to begin to talk to you. Oh, Sister McGee, I feel the stones trying to talk. I feel these five stones trying to talk to me. I feel like they got something to say. I, I don't know about you, but I picked these five up right outside in your driveway. I didn't bring these from Georgia. I brought these out of your driveway. I wonder what they would say tonight about FAC Mount Carmel this very evening. Come on, I believe that if we would allow the stones to begin to cry out, we would begin to hear 12 stones begin to cry out in unison. We remember the day that several hundred years ago when the children of Israel began to come up to the old muddy Jordan River. I remember that day well because the Bible said the river was swelled big. It was the river was so wide. I looked at this group of people, Brother Cannon, and I said, how in the world do they think they're ever? going to cross this Jordan River. I was there that day when the high priest, they picked up this little box. I didn't know what it was and they put it on the shoulder and, and they begin to come towards the river and I begin to say, what are they doing? But I watched these 12 men as they put their foot into the muddy Jordan River that I personally watched the water split and I watched the 12 men stand in the middle of that Jordan River and I felt them as they picked their hands upon my back and they carried me out of the Jordan River and I want you to know that I stand here today as a memorial that God is a healer, that God is a way maker. That's what the rocks would begin to say today if the rocks so choose to open their mouth up. If you choose to hold your peace. 
Yeah, Holy Ghost. Come on, we're here as a memorial. We're here as a witness, amen, for the future generations to come that he is a way maker. Oh, I wish somebody would praise him. I wish somebody would lift up their voice. Come on. This is what the stones would cry out today. If the stones could cry out, it would say, I think we need some tough spiritual men. I think we need some men that's not yellow belly. I wish we had some men that was backbone that would stand up and say, we're going to the house of God. Regardless of what I feel like, regardless of what's going on in the world, that's for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. Oh God, give us some old fashioned men. Amen, like the men that founded this America. God, give us some men, amen, that'll stand for truth and justice. God, give us some men who love our country enough to pray for it. Oh, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. What's that? What's that? I'm sorry. I got stones speaking to me tonight, church. I got stones speaking to me. I got 12 more voices in my ear today. Amen. I got 12 more that said, I remember the day that 450 crazy worshipers stood upon this mountain and they worshiped a God named Baal. I watched these guys as they cut themselves with my friends and I said, what in the world are these people doing? Have they lost their ever-loving mind? They danced. They hollered. They screamed, they shouted, but yet no fire fell from the sky. It was early till evening that they did this thing. Oh, and about that evening, as the sun went down, I remember the old man as he walked up. He said, all right, enough is enough. It's my turn now. And I watched as he reached over and he began to fix me and my friends. We began to put us up and make us into a sacrifice. I knew what was going on because I I had seen this happen before. But then the old man did something that I wasn't familiar with. I was used to being used as a sacrifice. But I was not used when they poured the water down my back. I wondered what was going on. And then four more barrels went down my back. And I began to feel the drenching of this water. I said, why would he do this? But then, Melder, he put four more barrels up on my back. I was drenched to my core. I was drenched. And then I watched as this man stood back. I watched this man raise his hands and look into the heavens and say, God, I ask you to accept this sacrifice. And I watched fire fall from heaven. I watched it consume the sacrifice. I watched it consume the water. I watched it consume the sacrifice. We saw we saw the people fall on their face. We saw the people, bro. We declare that he is God. We are here as a testimony. We can testify that you should praise him. This would be the cry of the stones on Mount Carmel. This will be what will happen if you and I choose not to worship a God. This is what will happen if we decide to hold our peace about the goodness of what he's done in your life and what he's done in my life. I can hear him talking to me, Pastor. I, I hear him. I, I can hear the one as he's sitting there in the, in the valley of Eli, Elder. He said, I, I've heard that giant 
for 40 long days. I've heard him run his mouth and I'm sick to death of him running his mouth. I just wish I had the opportunity. I think I'd do something about it. And no longer did I open my mouth up. I felt a boy reach down as he grabbed a hold of me. And he pulled me and four more of my friends out of this brook. And he put me in a dark pouch. And I said, oh, Lord, why did I open my mouth? What was I thinking? As he walked, I didn't know where we were going, but I knew we were getting closer because I could feel the vibration of the giant as he began to run. I began to hear him as he opened his mouth and said, am I a dog that you would send a boy to fight a man? By this time, I was getting a little afraid as I felt the boy reach down into the bag as I felt him get a hold of me. I remember that day as he bit me in a leather thing and he sent me around and around. I began to get dizzy and didn't know where I was going, Brother Cannon. But all of a sudden, the wind began to hit me in the face and I began to get set sail. I remember that day when I hit that giant between the eyes. I remember when he fell flat upon his back. I remember when that boy cut his head off. I remember when the Philistines run. I remember when Israel won its victory. Oh, I wish somebody would praise him. I wish somebody, I wish somebody would praise him because he is worthy to be praised. This is what would take place. This is what's gonna take place if we don't worship him. The stones are gonna open their mouth when we cease them. When we cease to praise them. When we cease to open our mouth. Oh God, I got so many voices in my head right now. I got another stone that's talking to my head. I got a stone crying out in my head right now and saying, I remember. I remember about 2,000 years ago. I remember they took this Jesus Christ and they put him on a cross. We saw these ugly soldiers as they cursed and they mocked this man named Jesus. We heard this man named Jesus say, forgive them, for they know not what they do. We heard the thief, the man that was fit to die, say, Father, please remember me that day in paradise. I heard this man, Jesus, I, did, I, I heard him say, today, thou will be with me in paradise. We heard, I heard. I heard this man named Christ say, Father, I commend my spirit unto thee. I was there when it turned dark. I was there when the thunder began to roll. Oh, it was the most terrible day. It was scary. I heard everybody talking about, about the storm. I was there when the, when the, when the, when the, the, the garment was rent. I was there. I was there when I heard the soldiers say truly. This was the Son of God. I was there. I was there when the blood and the water poured out of his body. It even splashed on me a little bit, and I wondered how I would ever get the stain of the blood off. I was there to witness these things. Oh, I wish humanity would praise him. I wish humanity could experience what the stones have experienced. Because they are wanting, they're wanting to testify. 
They're wanting to talk about the goodness of Jesus wanting to talk about, uh, amen, the merciful God. Uh, they want to praise the healing God. Uh, they want to praise the God that created them. Oh, come on, somebody. Amen. One stone, one stone would begin to cry out, said, I too was there about 2,000 years ago. I was there when the Jews took this man named Christ. They placed him in a tomb. I heard the mumblings of the rude soldiers. I heard those that said he's finally dead. I heard them say he shed his blood for the entire world. And I stood there and said, what in the world does that mean? He shed his blood for all eternity. I was there. I heard them. Some were saying he's a blasphemer. Some were yelling because they were concerned about something I'd never heard of. They're talking about this man is going to raise himself from the dead. I remember those hands as they rolled me in front of the tomb. Come on, I remember those terrible Roman soldiers. I remember those filthy guards as they stomped and they cursed and they hollered and they spit and they snorted and they laughed. I even heard one say, finally, the end of this one called Christ. I tried my best to do my job. I, I tried to hold them inside. I, I tried to keep the hole covered. I did my best to keep the Christ in there. But all of a sudden on the third day, something began to happen. The shaking began to happen. And an angel come into my existence. And it put his hands on me. And it rolled me back. I did everything. I heard him say he's not here no more. I looked over and I saw the Roman soldiers as they laid on their back like they were dead. I think they were scared. They'd never experienced anything like this. I, I too had never, ever experienced a situation. Oh, but I can tell you one thing, humanity. I can testify that he is alive. I can testify that he's alive forevermore. I can testify he once was dead, but now is alive. All that men would praise him. All that men would cry out to him today. This would be the stone's cry. This would be the cry of the stone. Oh, help me, Jesus. Don't you know there's cries to be heard? Come on, if you don't praise him, nature will rise up and praise him. If you don't want to praise him, the trees will clap their hands. If you don't want to praise him, the stars and the moons are going to sing. If you don't want to praise him, the flood will lift up their voice and it'll lap with the waves. And that's the ocean's way of saying, I praise you. If you don't want to praise him, the rocks will cry out. If you don't want to praise him, God can make these keys talk. I can't make them talk. Brother Mason can, but God can make them talk. If we don't want to praise him, oh, come on, God. Come on, saint. Come on, sinner. Come on, backslider. Why don't you just praise him? Because he's worthy. 
All you got to do is testify of his goodness. All you got to do is begin to lift up your hands and say, I know that there is a God that loves me. I know there is a God that's forever there. He said he'd never leave me nor forsake me. All you got to do is begin to talk to this God. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Amen. Hold on. The rocks, the rocks are wanting to talk, but I hear some patriarchs talking to me, Brother Kenny. I, I, I hear some patriarchs talking. If given the opportunity... Moses would stand up in this house today and say he is the rock. He's the rock in the desert. He's the rock in the wilderness. He's the rock that'll supply with your every need. My God. Doesn't matter your need. He is that rock. Isaiah would stand and cry, he is the rock of my strength. He is the shadow, a great rock in a weary land. Come on, Samuel would stand and cry, there is no rock like our God. David would stand and cry, thou art my rock. Thou art my fortress. He is the rock of my salvation. Isaiah would stand again and cry, he is the foundation stone. He is the tried stone. He is the cornerstone. The apostle Peter would stand and cry, he is the living stone. Matthew would cry, whoso falleth on this stone shall be broken. And all of these men would stand in unison together and say he is the stone that the builders rejected. Oh God, can we give him some praise? Come on, I'm talking about a God that's worthy. I'm talking about a God that's worthy. Come on, I didn't come here to preach all night. I come here to tell you that there's a God that's worthy to be praised. I come here to tell you that if you'll lift up some praise, that bondages will begin to flee. I'm telling you today that if you'll begin to praise him, everything that you are burdened with today can leave. It will leave. I come here to tell you if you'll praise him in the middle of your situation, amen, that sickness will leave your body, that he will heal your body. Come on, the disciples were praising him, amen, in Luke 19 because they had saw him open the blind eyes. They were praising him because they had seen the lame walk. They were praising him because they seen the devils cast out. They were praising him because the deaf were hearing. They saw him raise the dead. That's why they were praising him. And they worshiped him with a loud with a loud voice. Blessed be the king that cometh. Blessed be the king that cometh in the name. The name. Not a name, but the name. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. He's trying to give them a one God message and the Pharisees, the gurus, the spiritual that knew everything, Bishop, Shut up. Stop talking. Tired of hearing all this stuff about the name. I'm tired of hearing about you're the one. You're the one that's supposed to set us free. You're the one that's supposed to heal everything. You're supposed to be the great redeemer. Just shut your people up. Tell them not to make another noise. I am the high priest. And I am tired of hearing your mouth. And Jesus said again, could do it but these rocks should cry out 
Now I preached you a lot of stones tonight that's cried out. But I'm fixing to let the greatest stone talk. I'm going to let the stone that the builders rejected. Because according to commentaries, according to history and Jewish history, when Jesus makes this statement, it wasn't necessarily he was talking about the stones in the ground. And I don't really think he was talking about the stones that they built their house with. But according to Jewish history, the Bible or the history says that Jesus was so close when he made this statement that in the next room were what they called the stones. The stones. You know those ones that said, Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not commit adultery. He said, I can hold my peace. They'll hold their peace. But those stones are going to still preach to you. They're still going to talk to you. Come on. They wanted them to be quiet. Just like the world wants you to be quiet. The world don't want you to talk about Jesus. They don't want to talk about the good news. But our society doesn't want you to worship God. The world doesn't want you to. And most importantly, the devil does not want you to worship him. But I don't care. Because if I don't, the stones, these stones are going to testify. If you knew me very well, you'd know there's one thing you tell me don't. You tell me don't do it. I'm going to do it. Or I'm going to die trying. And what I'm trying to tell you right now is the devil is trying to tell everyone in this house, amen, do not Praise God. Do not worship this guy named God. Don't worship the king of kings. Why? Because he's been in the presence of the king of kings. He's been in the presence of the Lord. And he knows what he's capable of. Amen. He knows what happens to people when they begin to lift up their hands and begin to praise him. So here's where it gets it. I'm going to praise them for a few moments uh, on my own. Uh, and then if you don't want to charm in, uh, me and my buddies that I brought out here are going to begin to worship him. Come on, I want to praise him for Calvary. Uh, I want to praise him for the stripes upon his back. Uh, I want to praise him for the crown of thorns uh, that he allowed on his head. I said aloud on his head. Yeah, he let them put him in there. I want to thank him for the stripes upon his back that he allowed for my healing. I want to thank him. Amen. I want to praise him for allowing the nails to be put in his hand. I want to praise him for every drop of blood that flowed out of his body. Amen. That blood that flows from the mercy seat and flows into my life that I may have redemption, that I may be renewed. I want to praise him for his death. 
I want to praise him for the resurrection. I want to praise him for his name that is above all names. I want to praise him for his spirit that dwells in me. I want to praise him for the word of God that he put in here. I want to praise him for his mercy. And I want to praise him for his grace. And I want to praise him for the defeat that he has already kicked Satan. I want to thank him for the victory that I've already won. Come on. I'm going to praise. I got to praise him. I can't help it. Let me just help. Let me just help you. I shared this toast testimony before, but I'm gonna share it again, so, so you don't think that I'm up here just. I'm not here to pump you up, and I'm not here to prime you. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, very transparent. In about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or however long you want to worship, I'm gonna get in the van. And Pastor Ken is going to drive me back home. And I'm going to feel like I've done my job. But just so you know why I came here, and just so you know why I dance, and just so you know why I shout. Actually, i got so many testimonies, I don't even know where to start, but I, I, I do know. I'm going I'm to use this one. I ain't got it all night. I kind of feel like Jesus. I, I, the books, could, I couldn't probably write enough books for the miracles he's done in my life. I'll tell you one, I told Pastor Cannon today, we was, we was talking about crazy things. The little boy got a cut right here and he was scared to go to the doctor. I said, I know the pain because I blew a hole in my stomach with a thing of gunpowder. I don't want to go to the hospital. I was scared. But I was raised to trust in God. But... God healing me ain't really enough for me. It is, but it ain't. You know, it just, it, it, it just don't do something for you like it does when he moves up on your kids. Because you can mess with me, and I'm good. But you mess with my kids, I'm not so good. You help my kids, and you have no idea what I'll do for you. I love them. So I remember last fall, I believe. No, it's been longer than that, but it don't really matter. But it was fall because it was hunting season. And we went deer hunting, me and Noah and another friend of mine. And the other friend was an adult, so I would have thought he was smart enough not to get in the truck with a loaded gun. But I'll leave it there. We got a deer and we... Come back home, and I jumped out of the truck, excited, got ready to skin it, and I was just good, happy to have some meat. I laid my hands on the deer, and about the time I got ready to jerk it, boom! If there's parents in his house, you know exactly what I felt. My heart fell to my stomach, and I got sick to my stomach as I opened the cab of my truck. It was smoke-filled. I grabbed a hold of Noah because he was sitting in the con on the con or in between the console. I began to check him out. You okay? I don't know. 
I'm looking for blood. I'm looking for anything. I'm scared to death. We're an hour from the closest hospital anyway. I checked him out and it seemed like he was okay. He didn't have nothing wrong with him. To my knowledge. And all of a sudden we got in the house and I can't hear out my ear, Dad. I mean, for most of us that should have been good enough because God saved my baby. That ain't good enough for me because I serve a God that said I'll do anything, everything, and all things. So I danced and I shouted for him, not allowing my baby to be killed, but I was preaching one day kind of like I normally preach faith. God will heal. God can. God will. And you know what the devil did, Brother Mason? He jumped right on my shoulder when I'm preaching just as hard as I'm preaching right now. He said, you are preaching that God can and will heal. And your boy sits back there and can't even hear out of an ear. And for a brief moment, I was like, my God, he's right. What are you going to do now, preacher? For about probably five seconds, felt like five minutes, I stood there. Then I grabbed the mic. I reared back. God will heal you if you step up out of your pew. God will deliver you if you'll step up out of that pew. I begin to preach faith like I never preached faith in my life. And instead of going to the altar, I watched my wife and my boy get up and go outside. And my carnality said, what in the world? I'm preaching to get to the altar and they're going out the door. But unbeknown to me, what had happened when I made up my mind that I was going to preach faith come hell or high water, that I knew God would heal regardless. Something popped in that ear, Sister McGee, and the blood and the pus began to flow out of his ear. And when I got in the car, Brother McGee, he said, Daddy, I can hear out of my ear. I got connected. I got connected. I got a hold of something. That's why I dance. That's why I scream. That's why I shout. And if you'll be honest with you, everybody in this house has something to praise him about. Oh, come on, praise him. Come on, praise him. Come on, praise him. Because if you don't praise him, the rocks are going to praise him. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.